then we'll do it properly. Yeah. Let's do it. So, this episode is brought to you by Cactus Juice. Drink Cactus Juice. It'll quench you. Nothing is quenchier. It's the quenchiest. Kabloof. Kabloof. Dear Lord. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Inverus podcast. Woo. Um, yeah, you, you may notice, but Callum, Callum has a bit of a sore throat. Yeah, it's, um, it's sore. <laughs> I'm, a little bit, I'm a little bit sick, but um, that's okay. For, for anyone that hasn't listened before, uh, this is just our mind palace of nonsense and stupidity um <laughs> we get together every week um we discuss a topic and we have a drink of the week this week the topic is if you haven't already guessed from the intro to this episode uh we aren't actually sponsored by cactus juice no not like at, all. at all we're not sponsored by anyone uh, in fact we're not big enough to get sponsorships no 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 um but yeah, so this episode is about Avatar, The Last Airbender. I'm or so The Legend excited. of Aang, depending on where you are in the world. Yes. But um, due to this, the drink of the week is jasmine tea. A nice, relaxing, comforting drink of jasmine tea. I'm, I'm very excited. Yep. Tea is probably the best thing for me just now. So that's good. Yeah. Um... Yeah, um, if if you haven't watched Avatar, I su- strongly suggest you watch it. This episode probably will be just filled with spoilers because this is a show we both love and have yeah. watched many times. Many, um, many times. But Jasmine times. Tea is the favourite drink of one of my favourite characters, Uncle Iroh. Yes. Um, so without any further ado, I'm going to take my first sip of Jasmine Tea. Me too, I'm excited. It smells really good, by the way. Um, oh, for those who want to know, we get we got our tea from the Hebridean Tea Store in Stornoway. Um, again, we're not. Oh yeah, sponsored, yeah. it's a great little shop. It's a really nice shop. Um, yeah, it's just their jasmine blossoms green tea. That's it. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's from China as well. It's um, imported from China. Chinese oh. jasmine green tea. With uh, blossoms, yeah, as you said. Yeah. But that's lovely. Really nice. Yep, that's that's actually exactly what I wanted. Nice and, yeah, nice and fragrant, but flavory. Flavory fragrance. Is it as flavory? <laughs> flavory fragrance. I can't even see <laughs> Flavory fragrance. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so before we get into talking about Avatar... How has your week been, Callum? Um, overall, my week, I suppose my week in a bit, because we're recording a wee bit late, um, not to pull back the curtain too far. Um, <gasps> but we already did that. I know, shocking, isn't it? Um, but yeah, uh, it's, been a, it's been a reasonable week. Um, we had our first Top Guns gig, which was very fun. Um, which I think yeah, for is... For anyone that doesn't know, it's, yeah, the it's... Top Guns are Callum's uncle's 80s band so they they dress up in like top gun-esque like jumpsuits yep. or like planes and they sing 80s hits and they're amazing um i've been to see them and like let me put it this way if i was having a big wedding reception i would want them to play my wedding reception just for the hype because <laughs> they're excellent at what they do they are uh-huh. excellent at what they do and they only play good songs that's it. Um, Callum's you... Snapchat can can attest to that. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously that was. I think that's the culprit of me being sick as well. Um, because it was mm. quite a lot of people crammed in a, a small place. Um, which which was lovely to see. Um, I did do a test. I do not have COVID, so that's that's good. 
yeah yeah um yeah but even even without covid it's like everyone's immune system will be slightly lower from not being exposed to so many germs for so long that's it 100 percent. yeah um so yeah uh today is officially my last day of being the boss man <gasps> at work i will no longer acting manager no longer acting manager as of well tomorrow afternoon um as of tomorrow afternoon i will no longer be acting manager so that's exciting um I know I've said lots of good things about being a manager, but also it's just a lot of work. It's just hard. A lot of responsibility. Yeah. Um, and It's just extra adult stuff extra on top adult of stuff. all the adult boring yeah. stuff you have to do. And then you have to think about work when you're not at work. And that's that. I, I don't have time for that. That's, that's garbage talk there. Um. So, yes, I'm excited to do my handover tomorrow. Um, hopefully, I still sound like this so that the new manager is like, whoa, listen to that gravitas. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> the gravel. The gravel. The gravel. Um, although, actually, I can't speak. I'm, I'm actually speaking very quietly right now. Um, I can't speak very loudly. Um, uh, I'm Thank just... goodness for good microphones. That's it. I'm I'm literally like <laughs> like half an inch away from my microphone, <laughs> uh, which is probably adding to the sort of bassiness, I guess. But you know, yeah, I've never had a bassy voice, great. so I'm excited. It's it's like I've been trying to utilize it all day. <laughs> I was in oh my goodness, I was in the car and I was driving, <laughs> driving to town to go to the bank, and um. On, on the way, it's like a 15 minute drive to town from my house. And on the way, the whole time I was like, once upon a time, there was a girl, a girl who danced in the thistles. And I would just keep just kept talking about this made up story as if I was a story narrator. And it was You're so mental. fun. He sent me a message of him <laughs> saying like random stuff. Like, honey, we have run out of milk. Um, I posted it to Instagram because I thought it was so funny. Um, it was it's, really funny. Um, on my, my Noodle Blaine account, and it's literally just me going. Best account. Best account. Best account, 100%. Um, Go and listen to his jams. <laughs> They're the best. The cheap stuff jam was the best. Oh, that was fun. Um, I was really bored, and I was wandering around. And it's actually the first amp I've ever owned, this wee BB Blaster. Um, and my dad sold it in the shop um, when he had the shop. And um, he actually sold it to my old flatmate's mum. This is when we were like 13 or whatever. I didn't know this. And so he took it to the flat when he moved into the flat. And I was like, oh, that looks exactly like my amp. And he was like, yeah, I bought it in your dad's shop. And I was like, oh my goodness, it is my amp. So he gave it back to me. So... <laughs> um, But yeah. That's so cute. Um... How was your week? My week? It's been eventful. I mean, I was off work last week. Um, it was great. I was off for my birthday. Woo! Oh, happy birthday, yeah, by the way. Yeah, thank you very much. I turned 32. Uh, and it was nice because, well, there's a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. Um, my Oops. brother, my older brother, he's moving into my old flat um from many years ago uh so everyone's been kind of trying to help him move in and he's been stressing out and oh. moving stuff he had to buy all new furniture a lot of stuff didn't come oh so no we've been kind of like giving him a hand with stuff um but my mum who stays in the island normally uh she came down for the weekend before my birthday and she took me shopping and she spoiled me. So I got lots and lots of different stuff. I got a really fancy birthday cake from Marks and Spencer's that tasted amazing, by the way. Um, and yeah, that was that was a great day. Like, I don't see my mum very often. That's lovely. Um, especially with the pandemic, you know. Mm. Um, so it's nice to just, you know, spend time with your mum. If you have a good mum who is good, go and spend time with her because... You don't have your mom forever, and your mom's amazing. Oh. If she's amazing. My mom is amazing. Yeah. I um, feel like I need to phone my mom now. Go phone your mom. Not right Not right now. now. Wait we're we're busy. <laughs> she can wait. But um, <laughs> We should your mom on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. That would be hilarious. 
She was listening no, to but, some um, of it. Um, or not really? Like, yeah. And she was, and then um, it was actually like during season one, after season one, um, and we've obviously took that that extended break. Yeah. Um, she was like, oh, you haven't uploaded your podcast in a while. And I was like, oh, <laughs> didn't know you were keeping tabs on it. <laughs> and there you go. That's so nice. <laughs> um, but then it, it was my birthday, as I said. So my mom took me out shopping and that was nice. And then my mom left. Um, and then I had planned to go to, there's a local restaurant that I really like. I'm still kind of shy of shops and things like i went shopping mm. with my mom but i was like really selective we only went to like three different shops <laughs> really uh-huh. like hamming up on the the hand sanitizer and stuff because i'm still quite weary mm. um and then i planned to go to this local restaurant the Inverkip hotel because yeah. i love it there i haven't been in ages you know uh, the food's amazing it's so um, good but they had closed for a summer break uh, they were like, we're going to give our staff a break. They've worked really hard. And unfortunately, that overlapped with my birthday. Aww. So I had to wait until the Wednesday after my birthday. And I booked a table and I was like raring to go, really, really excited. I decided, me and my eldest son actually both had decided what we were having. <laughs> We'd like chosen before. Uh, so we were like hyped up. Um, we we're like, I'm going to eat this. It's going to be great. And then I got a phone call on the Wednesday morning saying that someone in their staff had had a positive COVID result. Oh, no. Um, so all of the staff had to self-isolate. Luckily, it wasn't, it was contained within the staff because I think it happened during the staff member's week off. Right, yeah, yeah. But I think they'd had, like, a training day. So they actually come into contact oh. with other members of the, the hotel staff. So uh, <laughs> they're still not open yet. <laughs> So oh, that's, that's rubbish. But what happened was my in-laws, who are incredible people, just like the kindest, most wonderful people you could ever hope mm. to meet, uh, immediately after they found out about this, I got this te- text going, oh, you should come up to ours, we'll have a barbecue. They'd already like started getting stuff in for this barbecue. They'd already, you know, just instantly hearing that, they were like, nope. Barbecue, you're getting a birthday dinner, that's it. You know? Amazing. So we all went up to theirs and we had this amazing barbecue. Like um we had prosecco and burgers and well, I didn't actually stay long enough for corn. I forgot about the corn is my favorite part of a barbecue. I know that sounds ridiculous. No, corn's but pretty I love, good. I love Barbecued corn cobs yeah. from the barbecue. The best. The best, but I didn't actually stay long enough to have them because we had to go home because we had the baby with us. Oh. Um, but it was nice. It was really, really, really nice. And then the next morning, about 5 a.m., baby wakes up. This isn't, like, unusual. He's um, about 15, 16 months. Um, he'll be 16 months on the 1st of September. Not the 1st. The 5th of September. But uh, he... um. He woke up at 5 a.m. and that's not unusual. Uh, and usually what happens is he wants a drink of water and then he'll go back to sleep. So I gave him a drink of water and then he dropped his dummy on the floor. So I bent down to get it and he proceeded to be sick all over my crouched form. Oh, no. Bits of like food, like proper, proper sick. Uh... So I grabbed him. <laughs> Which, in hindsight, was a mistake. <laughs> I grabbed him, and I was holding him, and I shouted on my partner. I was like, sure, come come here, he's been sick. He was then even more sick. Oh, no. <laughs> but I had removed him from his bed, so he was sick, like, all over other stuff that was lying in his room, like his wardrobe and things. <laughs> he's just sick everywhere. Sick all over the floor. Sorry if, if you're, like, delicate that way. <laughs> it was awful. So to put him in the bath, got him cleaned up, um, or my partner did, and I, because I was already covered in sick, I figured uh-huh. it would be better if I cleaned sick, because why should both of us be covered in sick? So, you know, cleaned up the sick. Bearing in mind, it's like now half past five in the morning. Um, I haven't even had coffee. I'm just knackered, covered in sick. Um, 
so I clean all that up and that's fine. And then about an hour later, I start feeling terrible, like really bad out of nowhere. Um, and then I start being sick. So my partner had to take the day off work. Oh no. To look after the vomiting baby. Uh, so that I could go to bed and just die. <laughs> oh man, that's that's yeah. brutal. So then I, I was just sick all day. Um, and the baby was sick, and it was just terrible. And it felt I felt awful because see, in between being sick, the baby was totally fine, like playing away and stuff. But it was that way where you couldn't really let him run about the house because he was being sick everywhere. Yeah, like at random intervals. Um, and he was spewing up water for ages, so like we tried to give him. I say we as if it was me doing this, but I was sick, so I wasn't doing <laughs> with. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it was just like really stressy, and um, but he bounced back. Like he was absolutely fine the next day. I was a bit tired the next day, but you know, I got better. I got better. Um. Yeah. So so that was uh, that. Um, and then I think yeah and then on Friday (laughs) Christopher moved into his flat that's my brother he moved into his flat properly and that was all great Um, and then we were like oh let's go for a drive this was on Saturday I think but we didn't really have a destination in mind we just went for a drive Uh we were going to look for a cool place to walk we ended up going down this country road near Kilmacombe halfway along this country road there is like like a reservoir i think it's called the greif reservoir okay halfway along this this country road it switches to like and i thought i can't remember the name of the road in lewis but there's like a road you can take in lewis that has like bits of grass growing out the middle of it and stuff oh the the pentland road um the Pentland Road, that's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. We accidentally took that road once. It's oh, pretty rough. Right? It's, it's garbage. It is nothing compared to what this road turned into. Really? It looked as if it had been destroyed. And it was really weird because up until that point, it was like brand new tarmac. And then it was just horrible. Like it made the baby cry. It was so rough. So we parked up. We found a place to park and we parked up. And then we went for a walk. And actually, it was lovely. There's a whole bunch of fishermen at the the reservoir and we just went for a walk around it. There were sheep. It was just and it was a lovely day as well. So it was a nice a nice end to my time off work. But um yeah, it was it was eventful. Oh. Um Yeah. Yeah. It sucks to be sick, but It's nice to have birthdays and spend time with the people you care about. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of um people you care about. No, Avatar. <laughs> I mean, I care about pretty much every single character that's in that. Yeah. Except maybe Admiral Zhao and um, Ozai. Yeah. Because Ozai's just not nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. When... Who is your favorite oh. Avatar? Oh. No, no, you go first. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Um... I mean, it's Does always going really to be Iroh, but I, question. Um, everyone's favourite's Iroh. So that doesn't really count. Um, excluding Iroh, who excluding is your favourite um, I don't know, I have a real soft spot for King Boomy. Um, really? Yeah. I, I don't know, it just he speaks to me. It just speaks to me. Um, it doesn't really surprise me, actually, thinking on it. Mr. Drops off cliffs for a job. <laughs> Um, um, and but yeah, I, it was one of those things upon like because obviously oh, I, I haven't um refinished it but I started watching it just to kind of prep for the podcast. Um, and it came to the, the first episode, the you know, uh, the first episode that he's in with the challenges and stuff. And I was watching it, and how it was like the whole time had this massive grin on my face, just like ah, it's so good, it's so good. This I is- watched that one recently. Oh. Yeah, it's a fant- it's fantastic. They're all good though. This is um, the, the oh, who's your favorite other than Iroh? Um, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have lots and lots and lots of favorite characters. Um, I really like Avatar Kyoshi. Yeah. Like, and as much as she's not really in it that much, <laughs> like, there's a couple of scenes 
with Avatar Kyoshi. Mm-hmm. Like, there's never been a full episode where she's a full character, but I think that the series is so good at giving you enough from just like a small snippet of, you know, a character being on screen to know the gist of who that person is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love Kyoshi. And by extension, I love Suki because she's a Kyoshi warrior and she's kind of badass and great. Um, but other than that, like, it's really hard for me because I really want to say, like, the really, like, obvious popular answer, which would be Zuko. Yeah. Because he's um, just a fantastically he's, written character. He's got, I think he's just got such good well development. Executed. Um, and it's not, it's not, like, too in your face of, here is the, this it's, is the guy it's who... It's the perfect... Re- recovers redemption, guy, arc. redemption arc yeah but it's not so in your face and like Whoa, here is the guy who's rubbish and it's then he's believable. good again yeah um it's very natural yeah. which which i like and, um, and i think it wouldn't work the same without iroh iroh like iroh is the almost the foil to his rage and it it, it just works because he has iroh to bounce off of Iroh Especially when you see him earlier on. Iroh's the perfect character. Because um, he everything. even has a character arc that happened, like, before the series took place. I know. Because when you see, like, he, he was this conquering general who went to Basing Se and um, wanted glory for the Fire Nation, and then he lost his son, and he changed. I mean, he was always nice, because you see in, like, the the flashbacks as well when he's giving the gifts to azula and zuko he obviously cares a lot he's got a lot of mm-hmm. love in his heart even back then um yeah but i love i love how they can go well this character's already really had his development but it's still meaningful to see and then to understand everything that came before and yes what he is now that that journey um, it still it still matters even though he's already had it. Yeah, it's um, super inspiring as well. Like, um, a lot of the time, you know, in in real life, people go through all these like horrible things, and they just mm. become kind of. But he's so relaxed about everything. He's literally the life that I want to lead. Um, content with his, his little well, tea shop or whatever, and you know, it's. It's not just that. It's not just the being content with what he has um, and finding joy in the little things. It's the fact that he's also recognized where he went wrong in his life. Like, mm-hmm. he, he is capable of identifying his past mistakes and moving on from those and growing as a person and becoming something better. And I think that's something that everyone should aspire to because nobody's perfect and everybody does no. terrible things. That everybody does, especially me. So. Whoa. Terrible yeah, you're human. evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So one. What were you gonna say? Um. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, so one thing. Um. I was. I. I did notice upon rewatching it this time because I was trying to watch it a bit more critically. Um. Every time I watch it, it's usually a comfort thing. Um. That from just from the start, it. It's. It hits. There's no wishy-washy nonsense it just like it goes through um introduces characters really quickly actually i was kind of surprised at how quickly um the like um man i can't speak now (laughs) but how quickly it goes through like every you see a bit of every nation within like the first couple episodes um and there's uh there's bits from everyone's but like the the whole like oh i am the avatar part happens straight away um and oh they go straight to the the air temple um that happens in my brain there's it's like stuff that happens in between there isn't there's like no filler nonsense that you forget because it's all just it's all gold i think though yeah and i think actually that's such a good example of how well written it is because it feels like you know those characters have been through so much together and even though you don't see every single day of their adventures you know they've had those adventures and you know that those things, you know, those days happen, those weeks intervening happened, even if you didn't see them. Yeah. Um, The only filler, like, real filler episode is the Tales of Basing Se, where it's the different characters going off. I even think that's important because 
you know, obviously there is the whole dumb thing with soccer doing the, the haikus and stuff, but you get to see Katara and Toph bond. Yeah. Which isn't something you've really seen before. You've seen them fight and, like, you know they got on fine. But getting to see them bond, uh, I think, is really important. Mm-hmm. Then, obviously, Uncle, uh, the, the tale of Iroh, which, you know, was in, in memory of Mako, who voiced him and obviously passed away. Yeah. Um, and they made that the saddest thing that happens in the entire series. Like, I can't listen to the song Leaves from the Vine without, like, tearing oh. up. It, it breaks me. And I think, especially now as an adult, like, when I was younger, because I watched Avatar the first time when I was about... 15, 16, 17, whenever it first came out, because it was on Nickelodeon. That's right, yeah. Um, um. And, and we had uh, cable TV, so <laughs> we mm. could watch these things. Um, and even then, you know, it, it upset me, but I think after I became a parent, I, I know it's like a total cliche. It is a cliche, right? I think everybody understands that losing a child is a horrible thing, and nobody wants to go through it, but you don't understand the real importance of that until you have your own kids because well, like you... every fiber of your being as a parent is like i will protect them mm. like <laughs> nothing bad will happen to them because they are my child you know yeah I, I don't think there's a worse pain that i could ever imagine than losing my kids so to see iro go through that it's it's heart shattering it's horrible yeah and um, again it feels very real like all the characters emotions and like how they act and how they think and i guess again it comes down to the writing um and somewhat down to the animation itself as well it's just yeah really beautifully animated um but it does it feels very real and and although yes in the real world there's obviously no avatars and water bending and stuff but um it, it still feels like it's like rooted in the real world like that that could just be like uh, an animation about stories and emotions are, are are real. It's 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 there. The voice acting's excellent as well. The voice acting's so good. Um, There's so many good voice actors in it though. Like... Do you know, I also love Toph. Thinking on it, oops, um, I can't decide who my favorite character is. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because Toph, Toph's incredible. Like even down to when they they go to I again right. So best recap episode of all time so i think avatar has the best filler episode of all time it also has the best recap episode of all time ember island players is mm. a joy to watch uh, like i i i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you but i also think that the reboot recap episode is very good i have not seen that in oh a very my, long time yeah, um, <laughs> but we yeah. need to do an episode on reboot at some point that'll give you an excuse to watch it all exactly <laughs> Uh, what to do is watch it in our off season, and then we can we can jump right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> first episode, season one. You heard it here first. Um, Not to disappoint. No, happen, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, the the Ember Island players going back to Toph. I just love how like Toph is this tiny little blind girl. Obviously, she's crazy and she is badass and like so strong, but. I love how you could just see this one clip of Toph saying, like, thinking that the the actor playing her is um, the best thing she's ever seen. Um, it, it just gives you such a great, like, inkling of who she is as a person. Yeah. If you if you saw only that one clip of Toph, you would know exactly where she's coming from. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's brilliant. My name's Toph, because it sounds like Toph. It's just perfection. It's oh, perfection. The... I also use the tear, the gif of uh, the Ember Island player Katara saying that she's tear bending all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I think, I think the thing is that every episode, like, I'm sure some people would regard some of it as filler, but every episode has a purpose in the grand scheme mm. of things like it's even For if sure. it's not like quote-unquote main plot stuff happening in it um the self-contained plot of each um episode has a direct impact on all the characters and how they like um do stuff or learn from that in the rest of the the 
the the series, which is again, it's just such good writing. <laughs> I also think because Dude, it's not super sorry. long. Oh, okay, yeah, but uh, no, no, you keep going, keep going. It's not super long because it's not super long, but it doesn't need a lot of um, filler. It's because it's yeah. reasonably short. I do think if I was to give one criticism about the show. I think the distribution of episodes per season would have been could have been better. I would have liked season three to be longer, book three fire. I think it yeah. would have been better if it was longer. I I feel like book one, as much as I love every single episode of Avatar, like there isn't an episode I go, oh, I hate this one, because I love them all uh, equally. I just think it would have been nice to have more time in book three to explore like them being in the Fire Nation. Because I don't feel like you get enough of it. I would have liked to see Zuko interact with them for just that little bit longer. And I know there's comics, uh, and Zuko's in the comics. He's featured very heavily in the comics, or mm -hmm. at least like one series of the comics. Because um, I think I told you this uh, last week, but one of the comics is just about um, Zuko finding his mother. Oh, um, you, uh, you mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you learn the story of what happened there and everything in between and what the truth is and stuff. And it's really good. Um, but it isn't the same. Like, I would have liked to see, like, full-strength Team Avatar for just that little bit longer. Yeah. Um, um, I suppose I suppose the, it kind of suffers from that once they're in the Fire Nation, they're like, okay, it's, you know, we need to kind of get to go time because, you know, being in the Fire Nation is one dangerous. Uh, and two, you know, uh, they set, it's obviously there's this kind of time limit for the comet, um, even though they they kind of late for the 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 whole thing, but that's okay. Um, so I guess yeah, um, I can see why it's as fast paced as it is towards the end. But yeah, I think it would be nice to have a little bit of, I suppose, filler <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think they could have written it to to make it take longer and stuff. I don't know, like, what the reasons for that were. I haven't looked that up. I'm sure that there has been some documentation about the process of making it that would explain why book three is, like, shorter and stuff. But that's just a personal preference. Um, yeah. What is your favourite episode? Mm, that's tricky. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I'll go first. You go first. I, know. I need to think. Um. So, see the episode where Zuko, Azula, me, and Tylee go to the party. Oh yeah, yeah. A because it's hilarious, and B because that's the other thing. There's such a tonal shift in Avatar. Like, it can go from being super serious and sad to being hilariously funny with the snap of a finger um so yeah it's it's i love the the, the beach episode it's <laughs> <This is> like <laughs> typical anime beach episode but like i love it because when they leave the party and they have those conversations on the beach it's the first time you really get that obviously i think you've seen the flashbacks by that point and you know what azula was like when she's little and the relationship she had with her mom and stuff but um I actually don't know if you have. I'd need to. I need to look that up. But um, it it's the first time for me anyway that I remember being like, okay, so that's kind of what Az Azula's deal is. That's where Azula's coming from there, um, because they all air out all their nonsense while they're on the beach. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just I love it. I I think it's great. The other my other favorite episode, if I had to pick, is the one where Zuko gets his sword. Uh, oh, he yeah. learns to fight with the sword. I love that episode. So good. Um, um, I, I, I think one of my favorites. I, I can't think. I honestly can't think of a favorite episode because I keep thinking of another one. But I think one of my favorites is the one, um, where you you find out about the is it the Order of the White Lotus? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. I don't know. There's just again. I think it's just that the idea of being in a secret society that's kind of like, you know, their their the whole well. front is this this really relaxing game. 
Yeah, Pai well, that's Kyo. what I was about to say is um, that like I love that the the whole thing with the White Lotus ties into like our first episode of this season, which is like the old tabletop board games because yeah. like Pai Show and and Avatar is like supposed to be their equivalent of like chess or shogi or whatever. Whatever it is, I think there's actual um, rules for it as well. You can actually um yeah you can play it. I'd love to play it. I'd, I'd love, love to play Pai Show. Um, but like I think I think the thing is that I I really appreciate about it is that it's it's a key part from the very start. I think like the first episode, well maybe not the first episode, the second episode or something like that. Um, it's probably a wee bit later. But you know, Iroh's like, oh, we need to make a detour. I've lost my lotus tile. And I need to get yeah, a new my, one. Yeah, my my white lotus tile, and I have to get one. It's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and you know, you go, oh ha, it's it's Iroh. But then you kind of realize the importance of that. Um, mm. Right, at, I suppose that's kind of towards the the, the end. Um, so it's 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 just nice. I like I like that. Um, I don't know. It's just I guess it's because it's Iroh. I think that's why. <laughs> oh, Iroh's great. So that's He's what I'll say. My so favorite good. episode is. Or yeah, uh, now now we're just getting into favorite <laughs> Iroh moments when he's um, you know, in the in the hot springs and the the earthbenders oh, take him Oh yes, that's incredible. That's so funny. But like, I think that's the thing, and you know what I was saying about like the tonal shift. I think Iroh's like the best example of that because he goes from just being like I am a dumb uncle to being like, holy shit, this guy is like gonna kill me. <laughs> he's mm. like crazy. I think um, I think the fact that. Um, I mean, obviously, it's hinted earlier on that he was a great, you know, general and, um, you know, one of the best. But when he starts, like, throughout it, he just starts showing hints of, oh, my God, he is actually just the best. Um, he is, like, a super proficient firebender and just, like, great leader. And he's sitting there going, you can, you can just exist in your life with this very kind of mellow, no big deal attitude, but also be the biggest badass in... Oh yeah, for sure. I think what I love about Iroh as well is like the subtle theming of how when he teaches Zuko about the lightning redirection technique, Mm. it's basically the subtle theming of you can learn so much from other people and other cultures and to have an open mind because like i love that the 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 whole thing with it is that zuko would never have thought of Mm-mm. thinking about the way that waterbenders you know waterbend i guess uh, and trying to apply that to firebending in a way um, um but yeah it's 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 super cool he's just the best character. He, is, he is the best character um I, I suppose you know, um, a kind of like one of my favorite memories in in life is a kind of little bonding moment we had, um, and this is before I ever watched Avatar. Um, I didn't watch Avatar until I was in college. That's um, there's there's <laughs> you a weren't fact. allowed like cable stuff, and it was on Nickelodeon, which I know. isn't a terrestrial channel. So no, um, so yeah, so I was like nineteen when I watched Avatar for the first time, and then I think I was. Uh, by twenty, I had watched it like twenty times. Seventeen so. billion <laughs> times. I watched it every day. Um, but uh, it was one of these things that we um. I think it was just before I went to college. Actually, I was down at Grands, and I had the guitar, and you were like, "Oh, you should teach me to play this song." <laughs> And we learned two songs that day, um, one of which was uh, that Doctor Hook song, I think. Cover of the Cover Rolling, of the Stone, Rolling by Stone by Doctor Hook. And it's a three chord wonder. And the other song was Secret Tunnel from Avatar. Yeah, um, which is a great song. Which is a fantastic song. Um, it's my favorite drunk song. Like any time I'm drunk, I crack out the Secret Tunnel. It's just so good, but. Um, obviously I'd forgotten about it all completely until I started watching Avatar and then it came to that episode and then I went oh my goodness it's that song <laughs> I know how to play this oh it's so good I love as well that's such a good episode Secret mm. I think for a long time that was my favourite um, see I would I have said that was moment. my favourite but um, it's just that one 
one bit. I don't think the whole episode is my favorite. No, um, but I do, I do love any of the moments that have Sokka interacting with the nomads. Mm. Like the whole um, moment where he's like, they're they're walking towards a tunnel, and it's like, ah, that's the curse. And Sokka's like, curse. <laughs> and then it makes him remember the last part of the verse, which is or die, and it's the best. It's just it, such a good moment. It's so it's uh, just brilliant. And the end of it as well, when he's like, nobody <laughs> react to what I'm about to say, but I think that kid might be the avatar. And then you see that Sokka has this palm-shaped red mark on his head. Because <laughs> he's obviously been face spamming the entire time. Oh, it's just good. It's, it's Sokka's perfect. a great character as well. Like I just Sokka's love fantastic. them all. The, uh, Who's your least favorite character? Though? Who's my least favorite character? Okay. My, I have an answer to this. Um, my least favorite character in the whole thing. Interesting. Uh, probably the prison warden that George Takei plays. Oh, <laughs> there you go. He's a dick. Because he's just him. an unadulterated dick. Now, this is. <laughs> oh, see, I shouldn't say that because the thing is, he is very, very, very well written. Um, and again, it's that whole concept of like redemption well, and, and what stuff. Well, what to do is but, go for go for like this one, as in the like go for a character that you like hate um, in the sense that you hate, hate the character, um, and then a character you actually just hate and think yeah, the okay. whole thing could be done without. <laughs> okay. Um, Jet. Okay, because yeah, yeah. I can't stand Jet. I hate Jet. He's a knob. <laughs> Let's face but it. But he's so well written. Like, see when you meet back up with him in in Basing Se, and the whole art between him and Zuko, and then when they find him, and and he's brainwashed, and like then he ends up dying. Like the whole thing with Avatar is that it's a kids show. Mm-hmm. The fact that they show you like his crew, like um Killer Bee and the other guy that I can't remember the name of. Um but but those two, um who are also great characters, like the the Jet's whole crew of sort of misfit kid rebels is is excellent. Like, cause mm-hmm. that that's a great episode as well, but Jet's just an asshole. Yeah. Um, um... But but the, the the way that they handle him dying is kind of harsh for a kid's show. Because <laughs> I cried. I don't even like Jet and I cried. Oh. Um, I think um, I think it's... Avatar does a really good job of dealing with a lot of um, intense, stressful themes and ideas and stuff, especially like around death and things. Um, and they don't... Uh, they don't water it down so much. Yeah, they're they like, don't they shy don't, away from They it. don't go, ah, oh, no, this is for kids, we can't do that. They they do actually just like up front, here you go, here it is. Um but I think they it, it's clever in the fact that they don't just go, here is death. Um Here is violence. Violence yeah. and and pain and suffering. Um I, I think it's just it's well paced. Um I each kind of sort of instance of like in that intense sort of emotional yeah. aspect of it. Um and I guess it's it's usually juxtaposed with you know niceties as well. Um, mm. so I think that's just something that I really like about it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I tell you who I hate. Ooh. See those people in that village when uh, Zuko was just trying to help. Like oh, after he yeah. and his uncle went their separate ways, and he ended up helping that kid and bonding with that kid. That was that was just so hurtful though. <sighs> I was like, the thing is, though, is that, you know, the Fire Nation did a lot of wrong, you know? Any forcible takeover, like colonization and em- empires and stuff, it's all bad. All mm-hmm. of it's bad. Um, so, you know, you can really see it from everyone's perspective, but it just sucked. I remember watching it and just being like, but it sucks because like trying to be a better person and this <laughs> is just getting ruined. Yeah. Uh. It does again it that that's another example of it adds to the realism of it all though, because at the end of the day, like a lot of there is a lot of that in the world. Um 
which again is very fair. sad life is not fair it's rubbish um and it is just based on prejudices of where you're from <laughs> yeah and as i said it's like you can understand why when you're in an active war against a country if somebody from that country who isn't just from that country but is like the crown prince of that country who is attacking you whose family is attacking you and killing you and taking away your dad you can see why the reaction would be yeah. what it was Less you, you get it. It, it, it it's yeah but it's still really but sad because it, we it know also who sucks. Zuko is. It, well yeah exactly if we didn't know who Zuko was if it was some random fire nation guy you'd be like whatever man yeah, you, you'd Fire almost Nation think he deserved it. Asshole. Yeah. Um, but I also think it's sad because a lot of the theme of the series is like the erosion of what the Fire Nation really was, and you see that in the flashbacks with Roku. Um, when Zuko finds out, you know, about the relationship between his uh grandfathers or great grandfathers or whoever it was. I think it was his great grandfathers. Yeah. Um, because obviously Zuko is descended both from the Avatar and the previous Fire Lord that started the war and they were best friends mm-hmm. um, so you can kind of see what the Fire Nation used to be and what the Fire Nation became um, and there's a, like a tragedy in that too How much of because um, obviously you've got the, the whole um, uh you know, the Avatar disappearing and all that at the start for the 100 years. Um, yeah. It'd be really interesting to see, or I suppose it, it wouldn't be interesting to see because you wouldn't have the Avatar story. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. If, if if he didn't disappear and Aang survived, for example, like what the, I suppose, like the, the Fire Nation sages um, would have uh, done because obviously they became corrupt um, but that was after they waited for the Avatar to arrive. So I don't know. It'd be it'd be really interesting to see what how that would have panned out. Um, yeah. Would he have died? Well, he would have it, died it, in the Ear Temple, but no. Oh, well. Probably would have died because he wasn't like a fully realized Avatar at that point, not, and then there would have been close. a random waterbender somewhere. But that's why uh, the try to destroy most because the southern water tribe's mostly gone uh by the time you know um what'd you call it <laughs> yeah the southern water tribe is mostly gone by the time ang wakes up because katara's the last waterbender yeah they, they killed all the waterbenders in the water tribe on the off chance that the avatar had died that's why they killed all the air nomads because they weren't sure which one was the avatar so they just killed them all and then they killed all the waterbenders um because they were afraid that the avatar had cycled into mm-hmm. uh, um so yeah i think unless ang had left with uh, Gyatso and they'd found a place to hide or something before the attack on the Air Temple yeah like I don't think things would have worked <laughs> I think the Avatar probably would have kept cycling uh, and you would have only firebenders maybe in the world because yeah that's a horrible reality to think yeah. about Let's let's not think about that now. <laughs> Sadness. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Darn it! I forgot. I don't know what you were gonna. I, say. I've completely forgotten what I was gonna say. Okay, I have a, another question. Okay, okay. If you were a bender, based on your personality, what element do you think? You know, where in the Avatar world would you right. become? I would uh, probably be an airbender yeah but i think i'd I like you. secretly want to be a firebender, a firebender. <laughs> see i'm always like oh i want to be an earth but i've always like really loved earth but i'm not strong-willed and i'm very prone to temper so i think i would probably be a firebender i don't think i want to be a firebender because it's the whole thing with um 
when they go to the I can't remember the the name, but he's in the Order of the White Lotus, the the first firebending master that uh Aang oh, has. Oh yeah, um oh, I forgot. And he messes it up. But he talks about how fire only brings destruction. And that's kinda of why, like I just I don't know. I wouldn't want to be a firebender, but I think I am. Deep down. Yeah. I wanna to be tough. I wanna to be I know tough you because be it tough. seems like tough. <laughs> Uh, but instead, you're, um, Azula. Hey! <laughs> oh, I'm I haven't joking. even talked about Azula. Azula's, like, one of the best characters in the show as well. I, like, I love Azula. Love. I love her. Just how, like, it's, it's the, it's the image of just true, un, untrained, un, like, kempt, uncontrolled power it's just yeah especially in the last scenes it, it just but goes what mad I love about azula is that she isn't even evil not really it all stems from her insecurity and her you know her desire to be loved mm-hmm. and it... and then she just becomes a mad bitch she she's, she just goes crazy it's like, like absolutely wow. mental it's impressive um, but, like, it just shows you, you know, sometimes that level of horribleness in your head can lead to just you becoming unhinged, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, like, she wasn't very nice to Zuko when she was a kid, but as I said, it, it, you can see it. Like, in that episode where they're at the beach and they go to the party, you can see her insecurity. And the thing is, she's been bred for war. Like, her dad and her grandfather just wanted a strong mm-hmm. um, firebender. They didn't care about her. Her mum did, but her mum had to leave. So, um, but I think that's the thing is that Azula was kind of made into that. Obviously, yeah. she has her, her own personality clashing against that, but ultimately it came from her own insecurity and her own desire to be accepted um i also think you also that, get that's my take on it you but. also get a wee <laughs> sure a wee hint of like ah, oh, this will be a redemption story i can feel it there's like just that small little sliver of like this 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 is gonna happen it's gonna happen and then it doesn't and you're like ooh, ooh, ooh. It's, um, it's just spiraling now. This is... If you're interested, because I know you haven't read the comics. No, I have But not. if you are interested to see more about the Zuko-Zula story and the, you know, what happened with their mum and everything, you should definitely read it. Because it gives a lot more insight into them mm. growing up and, and their relationship and their characters it's just so good like the comics are incredible um i haven't read all of them uh, i've read that one that i mentioned uh, and it very much feels like you're just watching more episodes of the show it has That's the same good. charm and the same feel because i think the thing is with avatar there is no other show like it no it's completely unique and they can't recapture the magic that's a horrible thing to say, but they never Korra, will. Though. Korra, it was lightning in a bottle, isn't it? Yeah. Korra's fine. I like Korra. I love Korra. Um, I, I've started it so many times and <laughs> just never got through it. It's it's good. It's very good. Um, but it's not Avatar. And I've watched The Dragon Prince because it was made by the same people. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. There was a lot of hype around it, and, and and on my second watch through, I think it was slightly better than I remember it being. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was but very I, good. I, I thought it was good, but I just, again... It's not Avatar. It, it, it just isn't. Nothing will ever be Avatar. Nothing will ever replace Avatar, or... And, and if, if there's a show that even comes close, you know. Um, Have you have you watched... Obviously, we're, this is a bit off topic, but have you watched the new Shira? I haven't. No. Well, I've seen a little bit. Um, at uh, it was on when I was at your house once. Um, but that's it. I've not watched. Um, 
any of it. What I will say is if there is a show that would even come close, and it doesn't really come close because, as I said, I just don't think there is a show like Avatar ever. Lightning in a bottle only happens once. You know, you're not going to... You're not going to recapture that. Um, Shira is great. Again, it's got like the the characters and stuff. Um, there's a there's a lot of problems with Shira, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And when they get it right, it's like mm, perfect. Um, but yeah, I just think Avatar is special, very very special. And my yeah. kids have seen it, and my youngest will watch it one day mm-hmm. uh, am- and understand. I think it's going to be one of those things uh that uh like like so many like much older um classic cartoons will be sort of watched for the next few generations um because it is so good um and it's Well, it's one of those ones as I said my kids have watched it. Um, yeah. Um So like the parents who love it will show it to their kids cuz it's a crime if you don't show that to your kids Um, and it's not a product of its time either Um, no it's timeless it is timeless which just makes a huge difference Um, oh for sure it's just so good I love it so much on that note how would you rate this tea do you think it is horrible bad tea or do you think Uncle Iroh would approve and sell it in his shop I give this um, four Uncle Iros out of six. <laughs> so I guess uh, what what's our normal scoring thing? Is it out of ten? Yeah, I out think ten. I think I'll give it a an eight. I like it a lot. Um, I also it's feel like tea. it is just jasmine tea. Um, and I like jasmine tea. Um, very soothing, and I think my voice feels a bit better. Um. Yeah. You sound like soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I think your voice sounds better. That's what I mean by that. Because you did that thing where you you were like really serious, and then you went, "I'm <laughs> Yeah, I've got a bit more. I've got a bit thing. more range. Soccer, Soccer's voice is excellent because it really, it it really portrays that he's just a teenage boy. Because mm-hmm. he goes from like the to being. <laughs> yeah that's not a very good example of, of that because you know I, I can't do the squeaky teenage boy voice but yeah Sokka's just great at character as well we could talk about this for like seven. we really episodes. could I think you could do like I a character analysis 8 out of 10 8 out of 10, I'm, out of 10. I'm on yeah. the 8 out of 10 I think that's a fair mm. fair um, judgement of it it's, it's just solidly so, good what are we talking about and drinking for the next episode uh allow me i'm just to gonna open go my check. schedule i've actually got to open uh oh yes <laughs> oh, God. i'm so excited so next week we are going to be talking about pirates <gasps> is it pirate time it's pirate week um and actually we are drinking another tea next week as well Called. Oh, I'm excited for this one. Mutiny of the Bounty, um, because you know pirates mutiny bounty. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Perfection. Um, so if you want to drink along, uh, that's also available at the Hebridean Tea Store. Um, uh, it's yeah, you can buy that online. Uh, and I they think will they have trouble to shipping to Europe. So if you're in yeah. Europe, you might have trouble getting it. But I think everywhere else is fine. Um. And as I said, I just highly recommend all of their teas because great shop, great people who run it. Mm-hmm. Delicious tea. Delicious, Delicious tea. tea. Um, and if you do, send them a message and say we sent you uh, to them because that would be great. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. It makes no difference. Them, they, want... them... <laughs> <laughs> they won't send us anything for they it, but I just want them to no, know. No, they won't care. <laughs> yeah, because she'll be in next time and they'll be like, you sent us customers. Yeah, that's my goal. My my end goal. The thing goal. is, I've only actually physically been in that shop three times. Wow. <laughs> but I know you go in there a lot. Yeah, I order online a lot, though. Yeah. Because um, um, Elvish Elixir is like... Mm. That's so good. Um, that's one of my favourites. It's actually one of the first teas I got. Um, so Babs, who, who who works there, kind of, you know, she's she's the top top dog. Um, 
running running the i don't know if she's running the place but top dog great great knows what you want you tell her how you feel and she'll get it for you and but we were doing the pantomimes uh and she was doing makeup and stuff and she's who made me look like the beast by the way um and came in with this team was like have this this will sort your throat out you'll be happy as anything drank it was the elvish elixir i was like i need it uh so i got loads of it (laughs) it's yeah so you did. Good. There's a funny story. You know how we were talking about the Top Guns at the start of this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we were very drunk. This was before Callum played in the Top oh, Guns. Oh yes. We went to see the Top Guns, and we went back to Callum's flat after the gig, and Callum made me a cup of Elvish elixir, and then we decided to leave and go back to my mum's house. That's right. So. I never even got to try it the first time. We we spent all this time making this tea and then I just left it to go cold. <laughs> Do you know, I I was very, very drunk in that flat a lot of the time. Um, a lot <laughs> My overriding I, memories of, like of that flat are being drunk. Being drunk, that's it. Uh, it. It was a very drunk flat, to be fair. That was a fun tangent. Yes. Uh, but sadly, we do have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to have more tea and rest my voice, I think. Please do. You've been talking a lot. Yeah. So I will see you, or I won't see anyone. I will talk to you over the internet next week to discuss pirates. I'm so excited. Yar. I can't wait. Yar. <laughs> I'll bet I better Kabloof. work on my pirate voice. Kabloof! <laughs>